1: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Today's Issues on this Monday, April the 25th. We thank you for listening to AFR. I'm Tim Wildman, as the announcer just told you, and joining me in studio is Ed Vitagliano. Good morning, Tim. Have a good weekend? I did have a good
0: weekend. Went to a uh, a funeral. Uh, Did have a funeral this weekend. Uh, Good friend of ours, but a Christian. And yeah. passed away, but uh, you know that that's always kind of a sad thing. But sure. Um, but uh, all
1: in all, good good weekend. So,
2: Fred Jackson. Good morning, Fred. Yes, uh, it was a good weekend. Nice weather. Spending as much time outside as possible, so it was nice. Yep.
1: Yes, yes.
2: Glad to have winter behind us.
1: Yes. For, for <laughs> I'm most, with you. From for most all the country. hmm right. Except those people hanging on in Duluth. <laughs> uh, one more blizzard. Yeah, uh, that's right. I, anyway. have,
0: I have officially transitioned, okay, and I, I, just before you and jump to any conclusions. I have officially. <laughs> Let, let's stop the yeah, tape yes. right there. Uh, I, you don't have to do this on national radio yet.
2: <laughs>
0: I have officially to, transitioned from preferring winter to preferring warm weather. Yeah. Uh, for, for you, all my life, right. I love cold weather. You say, would you rather be cold weather or hot? I've always said cold weather. This last winter, for some right. reason, just pushed me over the edge. Right. And I just started thinking, when is it going to warm up? Knowing full well that July and August right. in Mississippi was right. coming, I still prefer it right. to, the, to mm. the cold weather. Maybe it's the
1: bones speaking to Maybe. you. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But I have
0: officially transitioned, folks.
1: There's a reason why older people go to Florida and yes. Arizona <laughs> that's right. in the winter now if they can afford it from, from up north the Snowbirds, as they call them. This, right. uh, this is yeah. the
2: time of the year when it gets really rough if you're living up north. Yeah. And you start to see the, you know, like Talladega yesterday, and you start to watch the golf games that are being played in the south. Right. And you're up there and you're looking right. at a snowbank <laughs> o- outside yes. your window. I know.
1: I know yeah. Oh, man. I was talking to a friend of mine from who grew up in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, he's lived here now in Mississippi for like 25 years, but he said. He said, You know, talk to my brother. I said, "Man, it's a beautiful day. We're out playing golf." You know, yeah, eighty eighty degrees. He said, "Yeah, talk to my brother. It snowed yesterday." <laughs> yeah. And it's gonna, in, they going to Michigan, get Michigan. Wow. Yeah. Although I think I think that's about over. It's time yeah. for springtime everywhere. We hope you're having nice weather where you live. We, uh, Ed, you want to just sort of wrap up our our. Thanks to everybody in terms of our shareathon. Yes, and folks,
0: let me just let me just say on behalf of uh, those who work here at American Family Radio, we love all our listeners. Okay, and we understand there are probably some who are not able to give who would have wanted to, but times are tough. We understand that. But uh, if if that's if you're in that category, continue to pray for us as I know you do. For those who are able to give, thank you so much. We had a very successful shareathon. God has blessed us and we pray that god will bless you as well and uh it it means a lot to us here at afr because we we it's feedback for us we not only have the listener uh, uh testimonies but we get feedback we it it encourages us that we are doing what god has called us to do in uh equipping and informing and activating christians to uh, transform this culture. So thank you so much for your generosity. And we look forward to another six months of serving God until our next share and thank you for the resources to help us do that.
1: Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we want to cover the Johnny Depp uh, divorce (laughs) trial here in depth. Isn't that, isn't that sad? That is a sad, sad thing. Uh, We're not going to talk about it. No, and, and more, more than what we are right this minute, except to say what you said, uh, because this is getting so much national attention. Talking about the actor and his actress wife, ex wife, I guess I should say. I just don't think something like this should be. This is this it's is sort of uh, yeah, sort of about the yeah. ugliest thing. Uh, Fox has been covering it a lot. Uh, I'm going that's, to like,
2: that's what shocks me. Right, is the live coverage that Fox News gave this last right. week. Like I'm talking about hours at a time.
0: But you know what? This, this kind of thing, again, we're not delving into the details of it, but Fox covers entertainment news. Yeah. So when something like this is a, because Johnny Depp is well known as pirates of the Caribbean movies. And so I guess they just feel like I mean, most of these big news outlets, they have an entertainment division. They cover yeah. the
1: entertainment world. It's so influential. <laughs> Uh, but does Johnny Depp wear makeup all the time and earrings and hair buns and all this stuff? I don't know. I mean, he wanted to maintain. He's fifty-eight a, years old, I think. That's what I'm saying. Quit wearing makeup. Yeah. Okay. It's not not helping.
0: It's not normal. <laughs> but I, I will I will say, last week I did read uh, a couple of articles about it, and I just and I stopped because I just thought these just from a pastor's yeah or the pastor's heart, I just thought. These are broken, hurting people. They're messed up. Yes. And folks, just pray for both of these people. Mm-hmm. They, they need Jesus, and they need him now yeah. because this is very, very, very uh, heartbreaking. Yeah. I don't like to see people suffer like this. I understand that they, you know, we all, you know we, we all sin. We make mistakes. We cause a lot of the consequences of our lives, and it can be very bitter fruit to eat but I don't rejoice in seeing people suffer for it.
1: All right, uh, you're listening to today's issues on AFR. uh, And go ahead, Fred, first story.
2: Yeah, very important United States Supreme Court uh, hearing going on today. This involves Coach Joseph Kennedy. Now, we've talked about this case because it's been going on for years. Uh, Coach Kennedy uh, was the coach of a high school football team in Bremerton, Washington. Bremerton is kind of across the harbor from Seattle, smaller community, and he, he became coach, I think it was 2008, he became the high school coach there. He's a Christian, and uh, traditionally, like a lot of teams, high school teams, they had a prayer before the game, but that's not what got him in trouble uh, with the school officials there, after the game, he had a practice. After the game, he would go to center field and kneel in prayer. And it was a voluntary thing. He didn't tell the students, now you've got to come out here and pray with me. It was strictly voluntary. Sometimes he did it all by himself. There were no players around him. But the school district said, no, just by your presence of kneeling in the center of the field, you're inti- this was the charge, you're intimidating other players of other religions. And you're offending them and the only deal they would accept is that basically if he went to a closet somewhere and right. prayed by himself that was the only solution so here is uh, coach johnson uh kennedy pardon me uh as to what he hopes for today in this hearing cut number nine
0: both surprised and disappointed oh, i hope because you've all read guys, my most recent note in which i, 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 I pledge to be a
2: better I, ally I for
3: the lgbtq plus community cut number
2: six apologize for not being
3: it's, again, really simple for me. The right resolution is for, to just be reinstated as a coach and let me be able to give thanks after a football game.
2: Yes, and his lawyer is uh, attorney Jeremy Dice of First Liberty. He talked to the AP uh, last week about the Supreme Court case involving uh, his his client, uh, Coach Kennedy, cut number 13.
3: So this case will set a dramatic precedent for every religious uh, coach or teacher across the country in our public schools. Are they going to be allowed to be people of faith when they walk through the schoolhouse gates or not?
2: So yeah, it is a key case. Uh, Now, looking at an Associated Press story this morning, the Associated Press says maybe uh, looking at some recent cases coming out of this Supreme Court that the coach uh, may have a better chance. They point to a decision by the court, unanimous decision, that sided with a Catholic foster care agency that said it's religious views prevented from working with same sex couples. And also in an eight to one decision, the justices ruled for a Texas row inmate who sought to have his pastor pray aloud and touch him while his execution was carried out. So we'll have to wait and see, uh, as I say, this case has been before, uh, the courts, the lower <clears throat> courts have gone, the decisions have gone against coach Kennedy, uh, we may have a different. I'm kind of account. surprised
1: the Supreme Court agreed to hear this case. You know, well, it just has to be four. Four
0: justices have to agree to hear it when it when the appeal comes to them.
2: Yeah.
0: So it, it's um, so apparently we have enough conservative justices on the Supreme Court that they thought this is an important case. This this is really this is one of those things that's a no brainer. Like you just mentioning the eight to one. Ruling about a prisoner who wanted his pastor to pray aloud mm-hmm. while he's being executed. Obviously, the somebody who committed a crime was found guilty, but found Jesus afterwards. Um, th- I, I'm shocked that there was one Supreme Court justice who thought that was inappropriate. Yeah. Okay. So I, th- this this should be even more of a no brainer. Uh, this is a former, a retired U.S. Marine, Coach Joe Kennedy. In 2008, after he watched Facing the Giants, we all remember that mm-hmm. fine Christian movie about the football team and that came out of the uh, the group in Georgia, the church that produced some of those movies. Um, and so he just was inspired to de- dedicate the battlefield. That's what he called it, where, where the teams played. He just wanted to give thanks to God. He would just go to center the center of the, uh, after the, of the, the field. And after, after, the a- game.
1: after the game and, and uh, after the locker room. Yeah. I mean after sort of they're ready to turn the lights off as I understand it at the stadium high school, right? Yeah. yeah. So how how this uh and he got fired I think 6 years ago.
0: I don't know what he's been doing. Has he been coaching anywhere since then? But uh he, how we have gotten to the place where a coach can't go and pray. Never never told any of his players they had to. They even the opposing team they could join him for prayer. How that has come to this, where the Supreme Court has to hear this case, but at least it's going to be heard. And if you had four justices who agreed to hear it, I'm hoping they get at least one, maybe two, to say this guy did nothing wrong, reinstate, you know, back pay, everything.
2: Well, I I think it's kind of interesting in some of the analysis that was done on Fox and Friends this morning. Really what the other side wants in this is – for him to pray in secret yes no open demonstration of your religion allowed uh i'm shocked that that's what they're they're driving for that you can't have private prayer in a place where other people can see you
0: can have public prayer yeah yeah
2: yeah uh, but he's he's it, it's kind of he's he's praying by himself yes he's not asking other people to join him right he's not getting on the loudspeaker at the stadium and praying he's all by himself
0: you know you know what's what's so odd about this push from the secular left is their argument is that in seeing the coach who is a school official Mm -hmm. praying young people could be influenced towards christianity and i the reason i know that is because that was the supreme court's Uh, logic when they removed the Ten Commandments Mm -hmm. decades and decades ago. Here's my point. So it's wrong for young people to be influenced towards Christianity simply by seeing a coach pray. But we're okay with influencing kids towards homosexuality by flying a rainbow flag or by putting up flyers or having this demonstration. We can influence kids that way. Yeah. Uh, but you can't influence kids towards Christianity. That That is a bizarre and demonic way at looking at liberty in our
2: you know country. It's kind of interesting, too, and this goes back a few years, but it was a case of some Muslim workers who were working for a private company, and they went to court to have the right to go and pray on Fridays at a particular time. And they won that right. Uh, that the company had to give them that time, right, to go pray. Uh, so uh, it always seems. I hope I'm not exaggerating here, but it always seems to be the rights of Christians that are being challenged
0: Well in I the think, courts. I think the reason for that is because, in the perspective from the perspective of the secular left, Muslims are a tiny minority and are not a threat to their control of this country. Mm. But Christians are a majority in this country, and the quote-unquote ideology of Christianity is diametrically opposed to the secular left, so they are always going after their competitor, Mm -hmm. their quote-unquote enemy, which is Christianity in Mm. this country. If you can force Christianity into the closet, Uh, If you can make it disappear in public, they have free reign. Mm -hmm. They control the ball field, to use uh, that kind of allegory.
2: Next story, Fred. Well, I I think most of our audience have heard about that Hunter Biden laptop. Hmm. There's been a book written about it, the laptop from Oh, yeah, in 2020, that
0: was all over social media.
2: (laughs) Just before the election.
0: Yeah, just before the election. Well, no, I'm, sorry, I'm just kidding, folks. It yes, was it, it was deep sixed.
2: Well, now it is uh, the gift that keeps on giving is if you're a Republican out there, because what happened was Hunter Biden took it to a shop, his laptop to a shop for repairs. Yeah, didn't come back to pick it up, and the owner of the laptop, kind of going through this, <sighs> found a treasure trove of emails, and that has been building, and the latest. Uh, story uh, coming from all of this is that and keeping in mind that now President Joe Biden has said that he knew nothing about his son's business dealings. Well, the story this morning is someone has gone and checked the White House visitor log. This, this has reaped great stories in the past. Right. Uh, well, it turns out that Hunter Biden's I guess now former business partner. Uh, it's a guy by the name of um, Eric Sherwin, Sherwin. Apparently, he made multiple visits to the White House when Joe Biden was vice President. So here he is. He's a partner to Hunter Biden in the company, I think it's Rosemont Seneca. And so when his daddy, Hunter's daddy Joe Biden is vice President, who says he knows nothing about Hunter's businesses, His business partner, Hunter Biden's business partner, goes to the White House on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Like 10 times, right? Oh, yes. At least 10 times. All right. And there were others associated with Hunter Biden that had visits. They visited with uh, uh, Joe Biden's, Mm -hmm. some of his executives in his office. And around this time, around this time, Hunter Biden is making multimillion-dollar deals with the Chinese, and we now know, too, that Hunter Biden accompanied then-Vice President of China at one time. So it's getting harder to believe. Yep. Anyway, the, this morning, uh, Congressman Jim Jordan was on Fox & Friends talking with Ainsley Earhart, one of the hosts there, about this latest discovery of Hunter's dealings with the White House. And that's cut number four.
1: I thought Joe Biden said he didn't know anything
0: about his son's business dealings. Right. <laughs>
3: Yeah, and Shazam, he met with him 19 times. So think about the the pattern here. First, it was Tony Bobulinski, another business partner who was an eyewitness before the campaign a year and a half ago, who told us that he had met with Joe Biden. So you got one business partner meeting with Joe Biden. You got Joe Biden firing the Ukrainian prosecutor Mm -hmm. who was beginning to look into Burisma, the company Hunter Biden was on the board uh, for He was on the board. And now you have Joe Biden 19 times meeting with another business partner, but he said, oh, I had nothing to do with it.
1: If if this were Donald Trump, Oh my goodness! And Don Junior, it'd be wall to oh. wall coverage of this. Oh
0: my goodness! Yes. And there'd be all kinds of conspiracy theories as to what was going on.
1: Yes, but in this case with uh, Hunter Biden, it's there's not much conspiracy in terms of uh, whether we don't know or know something in terms of uh, his business dealings. Uh, we'd have
0: to we'd have to believe that when uh, Joe Biden as Vice President met. Yes. With er this Eric Schwerin.
1: Who, who, again, to remind folks, is the business partner of Hunter, of Hunter Biden.
0: We, we'd have to believe that Vice President Biden did not discuss business with him.
1: Which, which, which President Biden says he did not.
0: He said he knows nothing about his, his son's business. Except
1: he knows you know, it's exactly. all clean and good and above board. Right. I don't know anything about it. Haven't talked to him about it. Haven't investigated it. But I know it's all good. Yes. Huh? Yeah, uh, of course. We all know this is uh, tomorrow from Joe Biden malarkey. Right, right. This is just utter, <laughs> and sheer malarkey with a capital M. And now it won't be investigated by the Justice Department uh, as long as Biden uh, is president, because he he will prevent that from happening. The White House will uh, a special prosecutor in like uh, Mueller will not be appointed. At least I think it's ninety ten that that won't happen now. But what will happen? Is when the Republicans take back the house as, as it, as it is assumed that they will in November when they're sworn in, uh, and they get the majority in, in January of next year. You talk about investigations, mm-hmm. right. uh, this is what leads me to believe that you could see, uh, president Biden resign. <clears throat> maybe not, uh, he doesn't hardly even know he's president. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. You know what I'm saying yeah. what what point there will be resigning that uh, really, because he's not accomplishing anything anyway, right now yeah. so but but my, my my uh but uh, th- this is just uh the investigations are gonna and I don't know that the Democrats of the White House want two years or a year of of hunter Biden's emails being uh confirmed by congressional hearings with people under subpoena and perhaps somebody going to jail or prison i.e., Hunter Biden and maybe some of his associates are, are even uh, rising to the level of, of asking Joe Biden, what did you know and when did you know it? Because mm-hmm. uh, it, it appears, uh, it appeared, all uh, appearances, uh, Hunter Biden was knocking it down uh, yes. business wise. Millions and millions of dollars he was making off Ch- Chinese companies and Ukrainian companies. Because of who his dad was and because he could get uh, these these people who were interested in meetings with his dad. Right.
2: Well, but but it goes even further because on that laptop, there are emails dealing with the $10 million deal in China. Don't forget to set aside money for the big guy. Right. I know. And it says that in the emails. Yeah. It says that in the yeah. – and, and so you bring somebody into a congressional – Which is illegal. Yes, everybody knows that's joe biden bring somebody into a hearing okay who are you who who are you referring to in the big guy here you know this is just
1: uh i'm thinking to myself this is like a a, uh a movie uh yes i have seen a few lifetime movies in my in my in my life experience and so uh i know uh, the idea of somebody leaving their laptop at a computer repair store and not coming back to get it, and that leading to the downfall of a president—that sounds like something out of a lifetime mm-hmm. movie, or maybe a—I wouldn't may, even believe it. Maybe if a I, John Grisham novel or something. I if don't know. I saw a movie, yes. and that was a
0: storyline, right. I would say, "What a bunch of lazy writers!" <laughs> Right. <laughs> that, who leaves
1: Who, who leaves would, a laptop yes. with all incriminating evidence at a repair store and doesn't go back to get it? Yes,
0: I would say that is lazy writing, right there. You couldn't think of a more realistic yeah. or believable uh, way
1: to get at the, the the crimes being committed. <laughs> I said this morning. I said, uh, you know, I just uh, my take on this is maybe Hunter Biden had a yellow sticky in his <laughs> car. Go by, pick up computer, pick up laptop. And and maybe a coke spilt on it or something, and uh, he lost it, and he just. I think didn't. it's the
0: wrong kind of coke that you're talking about. <laughs> I think was, that's that the problem. Un, that, was,
1: that, was, that was that was that was unplanned, ladies and gentlemen. I, Ed and I did not talk about what just happened here. That was a. Uh, I think the you, reason that
0: this guy <laughs> forgot it is this guy was well, he messed was. up.
1: He was uh, he was he was living a a life of probably so drug addiction and I'm just listen I'm
3: just well, guessing
0: right. what happened was he yeah he dropped it dropped it off and then later he thought I don't remember where I <laughs> where I dropped it where I put it and, well I'll just I, buy another one
2: and this is a guy who's now living in Santa Monica and next door the secret service have They're out, watching him for $30,000 a month they're renting a house I know it's out ridiculous. there to keep well, me, an eye on let it.
0: me just ask just really quickly do yes, you please. think the threat that republicans will probably take the house and begin these investigations do you think that pushes the doj to take this more seriously in its own investigation or do you think they squash it
1: no i think they uh i think they're it's a it's a protection mode but the fbi's had this laptop they say yeah. for a couple they're not going to do anything with it. the fbi's deep state for the most yeah. part they said they couldn't find it for yeah. a while right? it's it's uh, The FBI seems to be controlled by the Democrats. We'll be back momentarily.
3: When you hear this, this is American Family News. You know what follows is the truth. Your news from a Christian perspective. Hundreds of teachers are going to have to walk into that school building, and they are forced to swallow political ideology that in many cases violates their very faith and conscience. If you miss it at the top of the hour, American Family News podcasts are available at AFN.net and sign up for our daily news brief at AFN.net. We're going to walk the streets of
1: Colonial Williamsburg. Hello, everybody. I'm Tim Wildman, president of American Family Association and American Family Radio. We're going to see Colonial Williamsburg as well as Jamestown and Yorktown. Without those three places, I wouldn't be talking to you today. It's a very, very important place, places rather, to see in our country's history. We're also gonna be visiting our nation's capital and George Washington's Mount Vernon on a separate tour. Now these tours, Williamsburg, Jamestown, and Yorktown, and then the separate one, Washington, D.C. and Mount Vernon are two different tours but they're back to back, so if you want to do both, you can go with us from Saturday to Saturday in June and September. For the dates, the cost, the itinerary, everything you need to know, just go to spiritualheritagetours.com, spiritualheritagetours.com.
3: Hello Americans, I'm Todd Stern. Stand by for news and commentary next. Uh, my goal as a teacher
0: is, is to impart knowledge and then be able then for them to take it and turn it into wisdom as we teach i
3: think okay five years down the road how will the material that i am teaching them really affect their lives and their careers hi todd starnes here truett offers biblically centered degree programs check out truett.edu starns while most Americans struggle to buy groceries and gas, President Biden was hobnobbing at a high-dollar fundraiser at the Portland Yacht Club. No cameras allowed, but transcripts of his speech were leaked to the media. He specifically attacked Florida Republicans for passing legislation that protected parental rights and education. Biden then used a profane reference to God as he accused Republicans of going after Mickey Mouse. Hardly the sort of language one would expect coming from a man who professes to be a practicing Catholic. Now, the media wants you to think of President Biden as a lovable uncle who blurts out the occasional bad word and is sometimes overly touchy. But in reality, he's a creepy old man who once called Christians agents of intolerance, the dregs of society. Be sure to get a copy of my latest book, Our Daily Biscuit, at ToddStarns.com. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought
1: us into the kingdom of the son he loves. Colossians 1.13.
0: American Family Radio. This is Today's Issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues.
1: Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the program Today's Issues on American Family Radio. you know, send us an email. Go to comments at AFR.net, comments at AFR.net. Tim, Ed, and, and Fred, uh, here in the studio, we thank you for listening to uh, afr What story were we talking about before we broke here? Are we done with that one? The H- uh, Hunter Biden laptop. The Hunter Biden. Yeah. But oh, that's the story that continues to keep on giving, right?
2: It yeah. does. But, you know, in connection with that, uh, you will remember when the story really broke before the election. Yeah. What the social media did. Yes. They basically shut it down.
1: New York Post. Twitter and Facebook. They all collaborated together to keep it from uh, being... Yeah, what did they call it? Disinformation, didn't they? Yes, look, they. No, they. And they said they had a hundred uh, uh, defense or uh, specialists. Do you remember that generals and so forth who said this appears like Russian disinformation?
2: Yeah, yeah. The, well, the did, ba-
1: without even verifying or anything. Yes.
0: Did they lock down the New York Post's? Yes, account? they did. Yes, they did. Yeah. They blocked it.
2: Well, I found it rather interesting that former President Barack Obama was at Stanford University last week. He is very concerned about the disinformation out there. And he is suggesting, he is actually suggesting that guidelines need to be put in place because our democracy is in jeopardy out there. If we allow these stories to get out there, this is a little bit of what he had to say, cut number five. I'm pretty close to a First Amendment absolutist. The First Amendment is a check on the power of the state. It doesn't apply to private companies like Facebook or Twitter. Social media companies already make choices about what is or is not allowed on their platforms. The problem is we often don't know what principles govern those decisions. Regulation has to be part of the answer. Beyond that, tech companies need to be more transparent about how they operate. And so much of the conversation around disinformation is focused on what people post. The bigger issue is what content these platforms
1: promote. You know what? He sounds like a conservative
2: there. Brad, what what am I missing? uh, What you're missing is that he is very concerned about the Fox News of this world. He is very concerned about the New York Posts of this world. And he believes what he's advocating for, the private companies... But we must put regulations in place to stop the dissemination of what he calls disinformation. And that's why I go back to what the left keeps harking on, disinformation all the time now. And they keep using this phrase, and you're going to hear it over and over again. You've heard it on the January 6th commission that our democracy is in jeopardy. What he wants, what Barack Obama wants, and I believe what his raison d'etre is now, he wants to shut down information that may be contrary to his worldview. I think that's where his head is in this. And
0: and the reason you're saying that is because that's what that conference was about.
2: That's what that conference was all about, yes.
0: Well, I, I think it's, it's clear that there is a war of ideas going on in this country, and if you don't line up with what the secular left believes you are not only wrong you are spreading lies and you're a danger to our our democracy
1: slash republic and i think that's the narrative going forward okay but this that is precisely how totalitarian countries right handle handle any dissent yes is that's what vladimir putin's saying right now in the russia Yes, that if you say anything that goes against his narrative, on uh, on the media in Russia, you're spreading disinformation. Therefore, you deserve to be put in prison, or or shut down, or fined, or whatever the case may be. Of course, in communist China, there is no free, free. speech. There is no free speech or freedom of the press at all.
2: Look what happened in Hong Kong in the last eighteen months. Right. Yeah, Chi- China basically mm. said, "We're going to put you in prison." Well, so,
1: and these folks on
0: the left. Uh, are okay with, kind of like the the sister of this approach mm-hmm. uh, with social media, is for example on college campuses. If you're a conservative speaker, we're going to disinvite you, right. or the students will shout you down, right. so yes. that the event is canceled. Yes, because you are not
1: saying what we insist you say. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, well, that that doesn't surprise me, although. What he, what he was saying there. Did y'all understand what I'm saying? Some of the I, things I he said, some of the things he said, I understand what you're saying, Fred. You, <laughs> got to, you got to go one layer more and say, well, what's his political motivations and what does he call disinformation and the regulations he's talking about being put in place for what reason and what purpose we all know where he's coming from on that. But some of the language that he used right there are some of the same language that conservatives use. Yes. And, and, uh, you know, if Elon Musk is able to buy Twitter this is a game changer. Mm-hmm. Okay. The left is losing. They're losing. They're only losing streak. Okay. They're, they've lost the last 13 games in a row. Okay. <laughs> right. They, they, I don't know. And, and they don't have anybody sign up to be their head coach now. Right. Uh, maybe Kamala Harris. That's about it, but they're losing. If, 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 if Elon Musk, who's no conservative, he's a libertarian. Uh, he's conservative on some things, but, uh, he has, if he's able to buy Twitter, he said, you know, the first thing I'm going to do it, well, he didn't say the first thing he's going to do, but he said, first of all, he said he's going to, um, in, uh, bots, B O T S right on Twitter. That is, he's going to say, you have to verify that you're a living, breathing human being before you're able to post on Twitter. He said, uh, he said, I'm going to make that the norm. Or he said, quote, I'm going to die trying. Right. He said that the other thing he said was, um, Uh, he said, uh, uh, we're going to, if this, if he's able to purchase Twitter that makes him a private company Mm -hmm. and he's, and so he's going to be the boss Mm -hmm. and he said, we're going to show people how the algorithms work. (laughs) We're going to make, we're going to make that public. Mm -hmm. So, uh, as a, as a conservative, I'm thinking you go Mm -hmm. Elon, because that's precisely what needs to happen. If if Twitter is going to say we're going to censor conservative messages, and you can see it's ninety nine to one, right, against conservatives, that will hurt their company. And Elon Musk, I don't think would tolerate that.
0: Well, and this is this has been a problem. Like for example, uh, a a a popular um, social media platform which I will not name so we don't get banned, <laughs> right now. But they have – we know that they've engaged in shadow banning of our material. Yes, we know for a fact. We know that for a fact. But we can't prove it because we don't have access to the algorithm, okay? So this is going to be the first time we're going to get a peek behind the curtain. And we are going to see – At least at Twitter. At least at Twitter. And we're going to see what it was that they had in place – that did what we all suspected was going
1: on. Because the Facebook and Twitter and others, a lot of times when they do something, they make a decision, you go, this is just blatantly biased against conservatives. The, the, the um, response you get on an appeal, and we've experienced this here, is uh, you violated our community standards.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's all you get. Now, they're they're saying to you, you figured out what community
0: standards you buy. Yeah, that, now that has happened. What I'm talking about when I say shadow banning yeah. is that we would send something out. Our our listeners are. probably our, our done no, this.
1: Our, What you're about to say is statistically proven.
0: Yes, it's statistically proven where we have, for example, uh, 50,000 people who would typically get what we sent out this on this social This is about 10 years ago yes
1: right. if you want to go back and see when this started kind of yes okay. and
0: we would say okay uh, 50,000 people would normally get what we sent out now all of a sudden uh, that traffic has dropped to a hundred or 200 nobody publicly said anything but they turn off the spigot and and we would say we would have people contact well we didn't get it we didn't get what you sent out we we never saw it. And, and our, our folks have experienced that same kind of yes, thing. Yes, on an individual level. On an individual level. We, I sent something
1: that, out. Nobody responded. That's because the algorithm is set in place by some employee at Facebook or YouTube or Twitter or somewhere. They, they are a left-wing uh, activist, so to speak. So they, they, they intentionally do things to manipulate Um, they're Silicon Valley millennials and they do things, this is the stereotype we have in our head, but I'm sure it's probably accurate. And they do things to manipulate their systems so that they don't have to come out and say, well, we're just banning this. Right. That that would be bad for their stock. That's why they call
0: it shadow banning.
1: So they do it, like you say, without having to uh, be public about it. And what Elon Musk is saying is that's going to stop. At least at Twitter, that's going to stop. Right. Uh, would this mean that President Trump would be back on Twitter if uh, Elon Musk bought, bought? If Elon
0: Musk buys Twitter, takes it private, and removes these kinds of restrictions, then I think Trump and everybody else at Twitter has has locked out.
1: They let it? the Taliban on Twitter. Yes. I read. Yes. the Taliban mm-hmm. is on Twitter, and Trump is banned. Now right. tell me that isn't
0: uh, or the mullahs over in Iran? They, huh? they get
1: they get to the tweet whatever they want. <laughs> Anyway, all right. Well, we, uh, go. I just, I just have three words. These are our words for today, ladies and gentlemen. It's Monday, April the twenty-fifth. Go, Elon. Go. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like? Like Forrest Gump. Run, Forrest. Run. Run, Forrest. Run. Run, run Forrest. Run. Uh, we'll see. So th- you're saying that could happen as early as today, Fred?
2: According to the latest Associated Press report on this, uh, negotiators for Twitter. And for Elon Musk, met into the early hours of this morning. And there is a report that there could be a deal even by day's end today on this.
1: Now, is Elon Musk going to have to take out a second mortgage?
2: Uh, I think he's going to be okay.
1: You think he's going to be all right?
2: Yeah, I think okay. he'll be okay.
1: Yeah. I just wonder, well, I read the other day, he just sleeps at his friend's houses. Have you read this? <laughs> Elon Musk? Yeah. He said, I don't have a house. I just, I, I sleep on the couch at my friend's houses. That's what he said. Now he's got, he, he didn't say I'm never going to buy one, right? <laughs> or but but maybe he has one or two. I don't know. Yeah. But he was. The, he, it it doesn't seem to be uh, the the money the and the materialism that comes with it doesn't seem to be the driving motivator for him. It seems he to be. he is a very unique person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you but, just don't see people like this. Well, he's a genius. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is. He's a he's a genius. Uh, look what he. Uh, he started with PayPal. I think he invented PayPal, maybe with another person or two. Did he? I didn't know that. Yeah. And then he went on to, uh, I don't know what other. Uh, well, SpaceX. I mean, this guy, the guy's just, he's just a genius. Pe- Tez, Tesla. 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 Yep. Uh, you think the political left would love him for, for promoting. Uh, but they Laker.
2: don't because of this. I, I tell you what, up to now, until this Twitter story came out, they thought it was great, you know, they followed right. his space adventures and all. Well, and the, but and the, this story came out about about him believing in real free speech, yeah, and him removing the restrictions, the left went ballistic. Yeah.
1: But he you know, he invented the uh I don't know if he invented, but he's made mass production of the electric car a big deal yep. in response to uh environmental uh, you know. Yeah, he he wants to push technology forward. Yeah. You know, SpaceX, that's like, Isn't that private th- th- yeah, they're like doing in. business with NASA and yeah. stuff. I mean, uh, he anyway. just thought
0: that we can do this. The private sector can do this too and yeah. do it more efficiently. Yeah.
1: What is he? 45, 50, maybe 50,
0: uh, Brent Creeley, our producers look at looking that up. Um, um I don't, you know. I don't know.
1: All right. You're listening to, um, he's 50, even.
0: So, well, he's got a ways to go to catch up to what I accomplished by the time I was 50,
1: (laughs) but good for him. He's trying, you know? All right. You're listening to today's issues. That's the name of this show on the American family radio network. You want to send us an email, go to comments at AFR.net comments at AFR.net, Tim, Ed and Fred. Hey, uh, speaking of this losing streak that the left is on. Yeah. Uh, Two things, two more things. Uh, one is the state of Florida, as you know, last week mm-hmm. put the Disney Corporation in their place, so to speak, at least in that state, and stripped away their special self-governing rights in the Orlando area for their properties. Right. And that's going to mean th- that's a big deal. Yes. It's to take place in a year from now. But this was in response of the Disney Corporation, uh, through their CEO, saying uh, he would work to repeal the uh, parental rights law that was passed in Florida, and uh, and saying it was so. We'll see what happens there. Well, we already see we we've already seen what happens what happened there. The state of Florida said, "Okay, two can play this game." Yeah, mm-hmm. Disney, you're gonna you're gonna go after us unfairly. Uh, on that is the legislature and the governor, who duly, uh, uh, du- duly representative duly um, representative officials of the government of the people of Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I but, haven't
0: heard Disney respond. By the way, I haven't either. What, what, I haven't read anything in terms of how how they responded to what Governor DeSantis signed into law. Well, they
1: should have just kept their mouth shut. Yep. Yes. Huh? And 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 and. Deal with uh, Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck. They
0: should have c- stayed with what the CEO Bob Chapek said yeah. originally, which was, "This is a this is Florida business, right? And we make entertainment, and we're going to stay neutral
1: unless it directly reflects our bottom line our business. Then we're not going to get involved. in mm-hmm. are they going to speak out on other all kind of other uh, state issues? By the way, this is beautiful. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. What I'm about <laughs> to share. <laughs> That is Disney does business with com- countries all day, every day mm-hmm. that ban homosexual behavior. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their cruise ships go to Caribbean countries that outlaw, I can't name them right now, but that outlaw. I think it's Antigua and uh, mm-hmm. maybe the Dominican Republic or. Be- homosexual behavior is, is criminal. Yes. yes. And they're promoting their products and their movies in Muslim countries in the Middle East, which are very dangerous places for gay people. Right. Yep. But Disney doesn't have a problem with that. So, mm-hmm. so why are they against the Florida law?
0: Or they do business in China, where they persecute
1: Uyghur right. Muslims. Right. Yeah. So and also where Disney edits their films to comply with the Chinese government demands. Right? Yes. So, yes. Disney, they're a bunch of hypocrites. Of course here. they are. Complete and total hypocrites.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. On and this by issue.
0: the way,
1: the response uh, on the part of
0: companies like Disney when these kinds of issues are raised, like with the NBA, for example, being big in China, uh, you'll see sometimes NBA coaches say this kind of thing. The talking point, because there's only one, there's only one argument they can possibly make, and they say, well, we can't control those com- those countries. We we have no influence over those countries. We only have influence here in America. To which we would say, "How do you know you can't influence those countries mm-hmm. unless you try?" And if you really have principle, yes. Then how? If you have principles on these issues, how in the world <clears throat> could you profit from countries that go against your principles? I mean, there is no argument right. that they can make. <clears throat> That doesn't have them come out being absolute hypocrites on this.
1: Okay. These kinds Of issues. Continuing with our losing streak on the left, uh, I don't know how many games I've just listed <laughs> off that they've lost in a row, and this is all, huh? This has been like on consecutive days, You're right? Now, uh, Exxon Mobil has said uh, we're not flying the LGBTQ flag out in front of our building during Gay Pride Month,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, nor Black Lives Matter flag. We're not flying that out in front of our corporate building. I guess they're in Houston, aren't they? ExxonMobil? They're probably in the Houston area. Their international headquarters. Uh, I, I yeah, guess. I, don't, look, I don't know. Look that up. But uh, I'm almost positive they are. But the, I, I You just don't see this much. They said, no, they're not. Uh, I think the flags can be flown in, on other at other parts, by the,
0: by the group, by, by the, the internal the group, group they, have. Yes. they have a pride but, but, group. But
1: but they're not putting the LGBT. Is it in Houston, Brent?
2: Irving, Texas.
1: Irving? Ir- That's Dallas.
2: Irving, Texas.
1: Exxon Mobil.
2: That's their headquarters.
1: Okay. Well, I thought they were in Houston. Anyway, they've said we're not. We're not. To- this is highly unusual. Mm-hmm. Usually, the LGBTQ, uh, and now the Black Lives Matter, most recently are able just to run roughshod over the company and do whatever they want, put their banners or their flags up wherever they want. In this case, uh, uh, ExxonMobil said, no, we're not, uh, we're not allowing for any flag other than they, their own corporate flag and uh, and a government flag, for instance, the uh, flag of the United States and p- perhaps the flag of the state of Texas. Well, uh, Other than that, we're not putting calls, t- flags up in front of our corporate building.
0: Well, and the uh, Exxon Pride group that complained about this policy was told, according to Bloomberg News, Pride quote, Pride was informed the justification was centered on the need for the corporation to maintain neutrality. Hey. Thank you.
1: Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Anyway, uh, kudos to the executives there at uh, ExxonMobil for standing up Mm -hmm. or common sense and for good business practices. Yes. They're not saying LGBTQ people can't work for us, or we're going to somehow treat them as second-class citizens. They're not saying that at all. They're just saying we're not going to be drawn into being, uh, celebrating a cause, celebrating or promoting a cause other than our own business interest here, at least uh, out in front of our corporate headquarters. So, so that that is another loss that's what I'm saying yeah. mm-hmm. the, the, where can we where can the left find a win here they, <laughs> they, they lo- they're losing with Elon Musk they lost right. with ExxonMobil they lost with Governor DeSantis in the state of Florida they are lo- uh, they're
0: losing we'll probably cover a couple of these stories maybe when Steve comes in but they're losing in cities liberal cities I know that are saying we don't want these woke prosecutors we don't want, we, we want more police. They can continue to lose on, on the,
1: these. The the, the, uh, the mayor of New York is yes. going after Black Lives Matter. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. He himself, an African-American, former police officer, but he's a Democrat. He's the mayor.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And do you have that quote from him, uh, Fred? Eric
2: Adams? Yeah, he's the mayor of New York,
1: and he said. Uh,
2: he blasted his fellow Democrats for only supporting Black Lives Matter when those behind the killings of African-Americans are cops. So what he's saying is. You guys speak out all the time, and, uh, you know, come on. Adam speaking with Anderson Cooper on CBS 60 Minutes. Continued his habit of criticizing the party for being soft on crime.
1: His own party, Democrat. Yep. And he said uh, Black Lives Matter, how can you be, like you said, how, I wish we had the quote there, but how can you be supportive of Black Lives Matter and then not uh, not care about th- all the black on black crime that's going on that's killing black people,
2: right? Yes, uh, well, had, the, the, had it, there was a stat last week where the number of black Americans has uh, been killed has gone up since uh, the Black Lives Matter movement,
1: since the no, black, they're Lives killing Matter. each other, yes, it's not the police officers, it's the crime has gotten out of control in the black community uh, with more. It's more gang, it's gangs fighting each other. Yes. A lot of it. Yes. Uh, the,
2: the uh, and BLM says nothing about those. Yes. Yeah,
1: and that's what Eric Adams is calling them out for mm-hmm. the mayor of New York. And I just thought, man, if a white mayor had said that, yes, he would be, wouldn't be
0: able to, he would be, this is, he would be out right.
1: of office. But here's a African-American, uh, mayor of New York city, a former cop, mm. uh, By the way, unless the laws are changed in, in, in New York state, I think Eric Adams is smart enough to know the crime is the crime waves. The crime wave is going to continue to soar in New York city and other places, because a lot of these people that are doing the criminal behavior are repeat offenders. Yes. And that's why when they arrest them, they go rap sheet. got a rap sheet, got 10 priors. You got 20 priors. And you're going like, good night. Uh, Why isn't
0: this you... person in prison?
1: How, how, did we say Allison and I. We read the paper or watch the news, and we ask each other every day. She'll say, "Did you see what this happened?" And you're going, and I say, so "He's got twelve priors." And you're going, "How can this guy be out?" Yeah. Well, R- they're getting increasingly
0: cream. brazen now. They're of course we we all have been following stories or read about stories, uh, especially on the West Coast. These follow home. Yeah. Uh in rich robberies. neighborhoods, yep. yes. Carjackings—they follow people home from the mall they're, or from uh,
1: upscale stores. They rob them right in their driveways. They, yes. They're getting more brazen because they know that uh, nothing's going to happen to them. Right. Yeah. They go. They get arrested. They go downtown, and some liberal DA lets them off. And and, the, and their calculation
0: judge. is that crime pays. Yes. It right. pays. There's there's no downside. Now that's not going to happen
1: in red states. No. Right. Uh, well,
0: for one thing, you're going to have more people in red states. When someone comes walking up with a weapon in their uh, in their driveway,
1: they're going to pull out their own
0: gun.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The, yeah, the, the yeah, supposed yeah. victims. If yeah. blue
1: blue states want to keep living like this and voting like this, they're going to get this. What's the old expression? You do the same thing over and over again, expect a different result. Insanity. Uh, Insanity. <laughs> definition of insanity and that's what's happening in these blue states with regard to crime yes they don't really want to do anything to stop it i guess it'll have to reach some kind of critical mass before like with the mayor of new york saying we've got to change our laws we're soft on crime Mm -hmm. maybe that kind of move it it would have to come from within the democrat party yes because these uh, blue states vote democrat over and over and over again and the crime continues to skyrocket and and they're, ju- they're making, the, the average voter doesn't seem to be making any connection between the two.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: All right. We are uh, out of time for this hour. You're listening to today's issues. We're going to take a short time out for news here. Uh, thank you, Fred. You bet. And Steve Jordahl will be in uh, with uh, more in just a few minutes. Stay with us.